This is KHS Radio by and for Kane students. I'm Pamela Rodriguez with my partner Annika Polson, and we have an exciting story to bring to you, and I hope you enjoy it. Every morning at 6:30 a.m., I hear my least favorite noise. This noise forces me to get out of my warm bed, go outside in the freezing cold, drive in morning rush hour. And rush up the hill by Mark Martin, so I'm not tardy for world history. This schedule works for now. I say that because on March 10th, daylight savings is kicking in, and many of us will forget to change our clocks and sleep in, or remember to and lose a lot of sleep. When it comes to daylight savings, we usually only think about the hour of sleep we lose. But have you ever thought of who came up with this and why we do it? And is it really beneficial? Well, I couldn't answer these questions, so I decided to find out if my peers knew. So here's a freshman named Mason Blozier. I don't really know the reason for daylight savings, but if they're good enough, then they should probably keep it. But if not, then then why do we make the schedule all weird? Yeah. Now let's see if Otto Hardcrow, a senior, knows. I don't know the statistics or anything. I think that daylight saving is probably, probably useful in some way or another. Now let's see if Mr. Stiglitz, a Algebra 1 and 2 teacher here at Keynes, uh, knows the answer. My only guess is because it was originally based on farming, but I really don't know. So I asked Mr. Stiglitz how he thought daylight savings affected his students' sleep. Well, they looked dead a lot of days. <laughs> um, I notice it especially... Um, in the morning when it's darker outside. Hmm. Probably has a somewhat minimal impact on my sleep, at least for the first uh, couple of days, but not something that I guess I would say I've noticed. Many give credit for daylight savings to Benjamin Franklin because of his comment in the Journal de Paris in 1784. He commented that he saw the sun at the early morning of 6 a.m., which seemed to be before most French citizens saw it, so he thought that people were using so much light, it made it seem like it was daytime, but it was really still night. Now we're going to talk about pros and cons of daylight savings. Here's Mason's thoughts. Yeah, I feel like it kind of just takes away from my sleep, and it's really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Do you, like, agree with it? Like, do you wish we weren't on that schedule, or, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of unnecessary, especially because we're a private school. We don't really need that. Now let's see what auto hardcore thing. Saving energy. That's one. That's an obvious one. A negative might be sleep, work hours or something, or like missing out on some some kind of activity. So I researched some pros and cons for daylight savings and here's what I found for cons. Um, for cons, I found that there's a negative influence on health. Um, on that Monday, there are more car accidents and heart attacks than any other Monday in the year. Also, people don't perform as well in school and work for the next couple of days. Arguments for pro-daylight savings are that the negative effects only are temporary and that the benefits are long-term. Some of those benefits include an increase in economy because people spend more time out and about and spending money. 
Also, statistics show that people get more exercise and that crime rates go down. Many places now are actually getting rid of daylight savings though, though many places are still practicing it, such as the United States, Canada, Southern Brazil, Chile, Southeast Australia, and New Zealand. Some places that don't practice daylight savings is most of Africa and Asia, and the U.S. states of Arizona and Hawaii. Hey, thanks for listening to the Daylight Team Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Snapchat at KHSQuill, and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you download podcasts. By and for King students, KHS Radio has you covered.